Are you looking for senior care for your mom or dad but don't know where to start? Hi, I'm Jen London with The Place for Mom. Nobody knows your parent or loved one better than you, and nobody knows senior living better than the experts at A Place for Mom. They've helped thousands of families find the right place for their mom or dad. I was so glad that I called A Place for Mom. My advisor really listened and was truly my partner in finding senior care for my dad. She went out of her way to get to know him as a person and was always there whenever I had a question. The senior living advisors at A Place for Mom partner with thousands of families every month, listening and offering local knowledge and advice to help find the best senior living communities across the country. And it's a free service. Here's the number. Call A Place for Mom at 1-800-370-2715. There's a place for answers, A Place for Mom. Call today. Call A Place for Mom at 1-800-370-2715. That's 1-800-370-2715. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Welcome to the third hour of Radio Law Talk. I'm your host, Frederick Penny, with Todd Cunin, Denise Sturtz. Well, let me back that up. Hi, I'm your host, Frederick Penny, with Radio Law Talk, with your host, Denise Dirks. <laughs> She's more important, is my point. And, okay, and, I just... And then there's Cal kind of sitting over there, but you know, I... I gotta, I gotta make sure she's first. Uh, uh, that's fine. I just from now ma- on. I'm just making sure that. I just go the... from left to right. It's kind of like it's. I don't know. I don't know what what I do, but I, Denise Dirks is is the powerhouse of this little trio sitting here. Just as long as I don't have to interpret that as the old. Uh, hey, coach wants to sing you and bring your playbook. That's exactly <laughs> right. Todd's out. Todd's He's out. Mm. Yes. Well, yes. we wouldn't have anyone to do impressions, hey, so you're still in. for the infamous player to be named later or cash consideration. Well, but, but you know what? Though, think about it. Without you, we wouldn't have any impressions. What? Give me another impression other than Italian. Give me a, another impression. Und, are you wanting impressions or something yes, of, the, of the nature along? We have ways of making you talk. We have ways of making you read the disclaimers on our website. Do not use anything you learn on Radio Law Talk in the own courtroom for your own self. It will not be of any persuasive authority. You can use it, though, when around the dinner table when speaking with family. Any violation of these rules will be met with swift and harsh punishment from Calvin Hunter, who will probably think ill of your name if it comes to his attention. Oh, that is all I have to say on the matter. And you will like it. <laughs> and you will like it. We, we have ways of making you stay silent. We are not the Weinstein attorneys who apparently were unable to do so. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's yeah. true. We're, we're going to talk about Led Zeppelin this hour. We're going to talk about Johnny Depp. Uh, Led Zeppelin's an interesting one. We've also got... I, I've got to... If we can get to it, we're going to do it. go as quick as we can through stuff. About an Ohio single mom's 1991 cold case and what happens with that case that is very interesting. And yes, yes, we might be able to talk about a coronavirus lawsuit. Does The question is, is do you think, and we're going to talk about Aaron Hernandez also, by the way. Do you think there's going to be lawsuits because of the coronavirus? 
that's kind of something I've been thinking thinking about. What type of lawsuits? Not that I'm saying let's do this, but I'm just thinking, all right, any big event that occurs, fires, whatever, there's lawsuits, right? Mm-hmm. What lawsuits are going to roll out of the coronavirus? I don't know. I don't know, but it's going to be interesting. It could be lawsuits against doctors that have to prioritize amongst sick patients. Or someone that you know didn't tell, okay, hey, I've got coronavirus. I didn't tell you, and I gave it to you. Yeah, it's like the the guy that was on the um, airlines that told at the very end he just got a text that he's positive, and he tells him at the end of the flight, and they now barred him from ever being on that so airline did it, again. Well, <laughs> is it because he found out toward the end? Or yeah, what? he did. He got a text at the end of the flight. He didn't tell them that he had been tested and may have Correct. been symptomatic, so they, after the yeah. flight he goes, oh, by the way, I have corona. Yeah, right. Oh, whoopsie. So we're going to talk about uh, all those things, and then we're going to have case or no case, which is – Everyone's favorite is case or no case. And, Cal, you've got an interesting one. Why don't you roll it quickly? I hope I do. Here we go. Now it's time to play case or no case. Yay! Now I take you into the fascinating world of TV news. And sometimes it's no wonder that people have trouble trusting the news media. For example, remember the exploding Pinto case and, and all of that? Well, NBC News had an investigative reporting show, still do. It's called Dateline in which they, in the 1980s, claimed that certain GM pickup trucks, 1973 through 1987, could explode if they were impacted in a precise location near the gas tank that would make them go boom. GM said, uh, that's a lie. NBC said, no, we're going to run a story to that. We're going to go with this. So they put together a story that included a fiery demonstration of an exploding GMC pickup truck. GM was nonplussed by the whole deal, as was almost all of its legal team. They reacted immediately. And so I ask you, Mr. Kunin, I believe it's your chance to go first on this one, case or no case. I'm Ron Burgundy. (laughs) Yes. Exactly. Uh, Well, I will say that this is a case. And I will also say that a lawsuit. Well, okay. Let me ask you. Did they run the segment? And Yes, they did. Okay, so it, it's too late for them to get an injunction to prevent them from running the segment. Right. So what they are going to claim is that it was incorrect, it was you know, defamatory to the company and what have you. But ultimately, I think that the GM, they file a lawsuit, but they lose because... Somehow there was something that justified. I can't imagine the news station, if they had the presence of mind to let GM know this is what we're going to do, we're going to run it, knowing and giving them fair warning that they would not think that they're on legal and solid ground to run it, knowing that they're going to get an objection. And I don't think GM found out about it until somebody saw a promo of Dateline and said, whoa, whoa, what are they doing here? Oh, right? oh okay. That's well, my guess. I don't know that for sure, but that's just my perception. Well, I still yeah. say that there was a there was no injunction because it, it, it ran. I, and I'm basing that on the fact that the show actually aired. Right. Okay, so... Uh, if it comes out later and you say, oh, i got to tell you here, it never aired because of an injunction. You, that's dirty pool. Not going to tell so, you that. So, no. Yes. And so lawsuit, but GM loses. Denise, what say you? Case or no case? And you said this is back in the 1980s. Uh, correct. It involved vehicles 1973 through 1987 General Motors pickup trucks. What was it? 19 what again? 1973 through 1987. 
<laughs> of course, if the episode aired in 83, that's kind of interesting. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Episode of Had to... I said the 1980s. I okay. didn't give all you right. a date right. that it aired. Just, just checking. Yeah. Just checking. No, just letting you know. All right. All right. All right. Just trying to throw Denise here. No. As she pauses. Uh, yeah, as I pause. Um, gosh. All right. I think, well, clearly, if the pickup trucks did not explode upon impact in a certain way, then it would be, you know, an actionable you know conduct sure um but if they were able to do the demonstration and hit it in a certain way and it caught on fire and they were able to show that it would be truth would be a defense so i'm gonna say i guess i have to say case and gm loses case and copy and me i don't think of anything else of course if it comes back if you hit the car a certain way and in the off chance you're also transporting fireworks around the fourth of july (laughs) and they happen to be there (laughs) then it can explode while you're smoking a cigarette yes while smoking a cigarette (laughs) with a stick of dynamite in your pants and and, and on the way back and you also have what's in your pants 200 pounds of fertilizer in the car (laughs) that reminds me when I was a kid, I was driving um, my car and I ran into a back of the car. And when I got out to talk to the other driver, his his pocket was on fire. Pat in his pocket. He's like, "What are you doing?" Well, it wasn't a cigarette. Oh, it was something that was similar. To <laughs> Help, that yes. was helping him relax as he drove, shall we say? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Penny, what say you? Case well, what, I don't even know if I give me just give me the 20 second review of it again. One okay. more time, very uh, quick. NBC runs a story yes, about uh, GM pickup trucks right? exploding right? Like when the they're Pinto. hit in a certain spot, okay. a la Pinto. Yeah. GM said, uh, yeah, that's just not true. Right. NBC said, well, we're going with it. What are you going to do about it? So they went with it. So NBC did this, ran this story. They did. What year? In the 80s. 80s sometime. Like All I right. said, I, I don't really know. All right. Well, I'm going gonna, gonna to do a Denise, Denise stall. <laughs> and uh, we got about 40 seconds left. It's and a I'm Fredo pause. The, yeah, it's a Fredo pause. When we come back, I'm going to tell you what I think about this. And I actually do know a little bit about this type of things. This is my area of law. But uh, I don't want to tell you right now. But after that, we're going to learn about Led Zeppelin and Stairway to Heaven. I danced with a lot of cute girls during that song. We'll be right back. And it's a long song, too. Yeah, that's why I liked it. Yeah, we'll be back with more on Radio Law Talk right after this. Stay tuned, please. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Warning, don't let your business get left behind in what is likely to be the biggest economic boom in recent history. If you need to build for your business to grow, call General Steel today for a pre-engineered steel building designed for your needs. No wasted space. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price on a General Steel building. And you can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. As much as half. But you must call now. If you need a church building, office, warehouse, manufacturing space, retail space, or more. Call General Steel today. You can still get the General's 50-year structural warranty and General Steel quality, all at a price you can afford. So don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great. 800-617-9312. 800-617-9312. 800-617-9312. 
That's 800-617-9312. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or All advertising in for which legal the services is licensed. For more information... This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Concussion Medical Clinic knows active people run the risk of the concussion. Soccer, football, even a simple fall can lead to a brain injury. Concussion Medical Clinic can test you before you start a sports program so they can have a baseline and more quickly diagnose a concussion should one occur. They also offer expert witness services if you're involved in a concussion case, and their specialty is the treatment of concussion. So if you have suffered a concussion and want the best concussion care available, give Concussion Medical Clinic a call. 916-259-4043. 916-259-4043. Concussion Medical Clinic. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. Fancy Pants Peanut Butter? A big screen television? You haven't even bought a sofa yet. A motorcycle? When your father finds out, he's gonna flip his shoes with two buckles? What do you even need two buckles for? Mr. Big Shot, buying whiskey shots for everybody in the bar. From the looks of it, I'd say nobody... This is Frederick Penny, Todd Keenan, and Denise Dirks with a personal invitation to you who have a business that could benefit from a little national exposure. Radio Law Talk is heard in more than 35 markets across the United States, and Radio Law Talk provides that opportunity. Some of you have listened to the show and thought, my business should be advertising there right now. We agree. So email info at radiolawtalk.com. And we'll get right back with you. Let us help your business grow in multiple markets. Email info at radiolawtalk.com. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. Is this real life? You're listening to RadioLawTalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. So I'm going to be embarrassed here because this is my area of law. And to tell you the truth, um, I have an actual good friend that has had uh, big verdicts, a big verdict uh, similar to this one. Um, and so I'm going to, he's out of Missouri, and um, I'm going to say, I'm going to be embarrassed if I miss this one, because, but I don't really remember, I remember there was some situations like this, but I don't know if he's trying to trick us, but I'm going to say this is a case, and GM loses, just with the rest, well, you yeah. know what, I don't, let me back up, I, that's true, 
But the problem is, you know what the problem is here? I have to try to get points. So you guys both said it's a GM case and they win? I, I mean, they I, lose? No. I, I said yeah. GM loses. Yes. You said, so you both said the same. Yes. I'm just going to flip it just because I, I want points, Cal. So it's a case. Well, and, what, what, if you're going to do that, just say it's okay. not a case. Not a case. Not a case. <laughs> not a case. Not a case. Not a case. All right. Todd, you are nefarious. <laughs> that, that was just, that was bad. Those of you who say it is not a case, Me. Fred, sorry. <laughs> I tried to get points. I knew that was right. You guys tricked me. Yeah. Okay, that. but let me tell you what happened. This I is... knew about the case, too. <laughs> I knew about one of the cases. I was just trying to get some points. This is really interesting. The complaint that oh. GM made to NBC was real, and so was their lawsuit. In fact, they filed it as the show aired, and within five minutes of the segment, NBC apologized on the air with Stone Phillips and Jane Pauley, I think it was them, uh, practically falling over themselves to do so. In an extraordinary public apology, NBC said that it erred in staging a fiery crash of a GMC pickup truck by putting explosives near the tank. <laughs> oh, oh, so I said with... that as a joke. No, that, no, they said, we, and I quote, we deeply regret we included the inappropriate demonstration on our Dateline report. Jane Pauley and Stone Phillips read it back in the day. We apologize to our viewers and to General Motors. Now listen to this. This is the part when I read this, I, it almost makes me want to choke on my microphone. It said... We have also concluded that unscientific demonstrations should have no place in hard news stories at NBC. That is our new policy. That's their new policy. Because it wasn't their policy before, <laughs> but now it's their policy. Well, that you know that reminds me of Corona. <laughs> we have concluded that people should wash their hands. Really? That's yeah. new. I mean, come on. <laughs> wow. The apology was part of the settlement of a lawsuit GM filed over the film. Used November 17th of that year, NBC admitted it used incendiary devices to ensure that a fire would erupt if gasoline wow. leaked from the truck being hit by a test car. 15-minute segment. Wow. I knew all that. I knew, I knew, but I didn't. No, I didn't know about the NBC story, but I knew about the the accidents. But yeah. I just, oh, I was trying to. Get so Todd money. and I got one each. Yeah, and GMC <sighs> staunchly denied, staunchly denied that the vehicles had such a problem. Nonetheless, it is a fascinating little case in television news and what people, desperate people would do for ratings. And that would be NBC and their show. So there you have it, folks. That is case or no case. And congratulations to Todd and Denise. They picked up one point today each. You know, you know, I'm looking at my social media while we finishing this up. By the way, I've got to stop by and get some potato chips. You know, my grandkids are around and they like to, I'm getting them potato chips and some stuff. Can I even go to the store? I mean, what's this line thing? You know, what? Come on, people. Well, don't buy what? toilet paper. You can't. But to- I don't want toilet paper. Are... I just want to get some chips and stuff. Go but to the do, power market. But do, <laughs> I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, seriously, yeah. I'm gonna go to yes. like the 7-Eleven or something. Because yes. I don't want to get in these lines for people that are panicking. Well, I, I had to here? run into a major retailer in my in my home city yesterday, and I I walked by the paper goods aisle, and it looked as though the locusts had invaded a paper picnic. I mean, there was stuff just scattered all over the floor. Wow! The, uh, it was it was insane, and I thought to myself. Where does it say, in connection with the coronavirus, you must have more toilet paper? Where, where, where did or this anything. come from? No, I was looking and at they bottled got water. 
you think? Yeah, they've got every. Uh, they're, they're mistaking it for Montezuma's revenge. <laughs> right. Well, another thing that's happening is people are filling up their vehicles with gas, which is always smart policy. Oh, yeah. I try to never let mine get below half a tank. But, yeah. but you know, there were gasoline lines, all this other stuff. Is there we gas have a, lines, too? Yeah, there know. was. And we oh. have a conditioned response. Buy water, buy toilet paper, fill up your car with gas, and hope for the best. Unless you have a bidet like the Penny household. Oh, you know what? Let me tell you guys. I'm not going to tell you where I live or anything, but we're going to be just fine. I'm one of those guys. Then again, maybe that's why he's stocking up on water. uh, We ran out of water, so we we uh, we filled the bidet with diet coke. (laughs) Yikes! I have uh, I have aspartame, and uh, that's not working. No, it's got it's going to be Mountain Dew. It can't be. Yes. Wait a minute. Well, isn't that what happens when you go to the bathroom? You Mountain Dew. So uh, whatever. Um, I just hit a thousand followers on my Instagram. I that you can't. A hundred thousand. Uh, oh, 100,000. You're right, 100,000 yes. on my Instagram. I, I don't talk about Mountain Dew anymore without them paying me. There you go. I'm not going to talk about it Now, anymore. if Todd Asborn were to have <laughs> aspartame. That's true. Yes. <laughs> I'm just wondering. Should we talk about the law or something here? Why would we want to do that? Yeah. I mean, it's T- only... Todd, Led oh, Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin. The, tell us. Okay, Cal, just, just okay, now, before we do this, those of you who haven't followed our show... In Led Zeppelin, the most famous song they've ever made is Stairway to Heaven. Stairway to Heaven, right? Always. And this, for years, has won right. number one for this is, years. We danced to it all the time. I loved it. And in the 70s, Denise, remember, you're yeah. younger than me still, but we would dance to this. Last song, they'd always play it. Mm-hmm. Um, I got stories about that, but I don't have time. Listen. Now I know the words. Oh, I know, I know. But here it comes down to... Spirit is another comp, uh, a band that actually Jimmy Page knew these guys and, and they yeah. toured with them and actually listened to their song. And before this song, Spirit made this song named Taurus. Listen to it. Tell me if you think it is similar to Stairway to Heaven. Well, it has a little longer intro. Oh, they, it's okay. Just keep just it. Cut, Let's all be let quiet. Just let it go. Just yeah. let it go. I'm good. Let it go. Eventually, it'll get to the part, I hope. Lord willing. It will. We got time. Okay. Cue the guitar player. Oh, no, not yet. It's okay. <laughs> oh, is, my. Is I want to hear Spinal it. Tap version? Shh. Guys, I'll be quiet. All right, we're going to be back. Now think about that. When we come back, we'll talk about whether that sounds like Stairway to Heaven. Don't go away. More is coming up. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. If you are trying to quit drinking or doing too many drugs, listen to me. You don't know me and we'll never meet. I had a problem like you once. I drank and used to party a little too much till it got out of control and almost ruined my life. I realized I needed help to fix my problem before it totally destroyed me. If you've tried to fix your drinking and drug problem and you know you can't do it alone, you need to call the National Treatment Advisors. They'll immerse you into a 30-day program to replace your old habits with new habits and totally change your life. And if you have PPO, private health insurance, the entire program may be covered. Fix your problem right now before it gets any worse. 
get clean. Call now and learn more. 800-296-1252. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast, 800-814-5108, 800-814-5108, 800-814-5108. That's 800-814-5108. Hi. You can help. Radio Law Talk. I like that show. You're listening to RadioLawTalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. You know, we're going to turn this over uh, to Todd. We're talking about the Led Zeppelin. You just heard Stairway to Heaven, which is the famous song, and then Spirits Taurus. And uh, there's laws about copyright. Uh, co- there's copyright laws concerning songs and music. Todd, why don't you just give the brief overview of that? Sure. Uh, under the original Copyright Act, 1909, 1909 yeah. uh, you couldn't copyright an audio recording. If you had music and you wanted to copyright it, you had to submit the transcript, the sheet music of that. Now, this iconic intro for Stairway to Heaven is argued by the Taurus family. Skidmore is the executor for the estate of um, the founder of Taurus, and he's the one who filed the lawsuit claiming uh, copyright infringement. And the song in question here... This is Taurus. This is Taurus. Even in the same key, by the way. Yes, this is the iconic intro that they claim is the same. Now, when we went into... Then they're saying that... Led Zeppelin stole from them. Yes. Because they did it before Led Zeppelin's song. That's right. Yes. That's right. In so, fact, and there's a lot of good things about it because um, they worked with Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin had been touring with them at the true. time that this song was first introduced true. by Spirit. So the issue here, as we went into break, Fred had made the comment, do these sound alike? The next question is, does it matter that they sound alike? When we're dealing with the version of the copyright law that addresses not sound recordings, but the sheet music that was submitted for copyright protection. Okay, I'm going to pause you. Yes. Ready for the bomb. Here it comes. Cal, I want you to do it. This is what Todd's going to say is going to be a wow. Okay, get ready. This, this is a wow. Okay. So right. what happens? I'm going to set so, it up. Let me put up a magic sound. Yeah. I, okay, okay, here okay, we go. Todd set this up. This is important. Wow. So. While it is true that in about 1967, and mind you, Stairway to Heaven came out in 1972. In 1967, 
Taurus did file sheet music for copyright protection of the song Spirit. Spirit did for Taurus. For Taurus. Spirit did for Taurus. Taurus. You get this back. Taurus is However, Taurus is all right, none of that matters. People know what's going on. All right, so just stop interrupting me. Oh. Just want to make it clear. Right. Yeah. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. They did file for the protection. But the sheet music did not include the iconic intro. Right. It Whoops. did not include what people commonly identify with the song Stairway to Heaven and Spirit. It wasn't there. And so, wait, wait, can I ask you a question? No. So anyway, yes, no. you may. You may. <laughs> when um, Led Zeppelin copyrighted Stairway to Heaven, it was a recording that was copyrighted, and did it include the intro? So, yes, that did. Now, here's the thing. The law changed in about 1972, right around the same time Stairway to Heaven came out. So all of the music after 1972 that was submitted for copyright protection, now they just have to put in the master recordings. So they put in Stairway to Heaven start to finish. It gets the protection. Now, the issue at the trial was, does the jury get to hear the original songs? And the ruling of the trial court was, no, they can't hear the original songs because this has to be decided based on the old law. So they had to have people come in and play what the sheet music said, but they couldn't hear the original song. If, Which if is it, a shame, because in the spirit version that we heard, there's a lush orchestral bed and a lead up to the guitar. Then the guitar kind of sneaks out of this little violin piece, and, and you hear this very same lick. Zeppelin, they just relied on the, the lick only, you know, which, but, but the other part is, this seems to me to be a case where the law didn't keep up with technology, and even though the decision wasn't fair to spirit because it really was their material, it was in keeping with the law. That's, that's true. Yeah. yeah. That's true. That's what so, Todd's getting at. So yeah. he, here's what happened. They, the jury didn't get a chance to hear because the court ruled it wasn't admissible. And it, look, if, it, if they had been able to hear and they had ruled for Spirit, Taurus, whatever, if they had ruled for them and ruled against Led Zeppelin, Led Zeppelin would be the one appealing saying, look, you guys employed the wrong standard. Okay, it should have been the pre-1972 standard. Right. That was the issue that went up on appeal. A lower court, the the three judge panel in the Ninth Circuit said, yeah, they should they should have heard the song. Okay. they agreed that they should have heard the song because the theory for the plaintiffs was, well, the jury might not have been able to determine their same because of the sound recording, but they could have, if we played it while Jimmy Page was on the stand, the jury could have taken note of his responses, and that might have given some insight as to whether or not he was telling the truth or not, and so it should have been played. The lower court, or the three-judge panel said, yeah, you're right, should have been played, but both sides appealed that ruling because that wasn't the only ruling they made. Neither side was happy. They appealed it to the full Ninth Circuit, who issued their ruling earlier this week. And in issuing that ruling, the full Ninth Circuit not only ruled in favor of Led Zeppelin, but in their ruling actually set precedent for how copyright cases are to be handled in the Ninth Circuit area moving forward. 
And we'll see if this gets brought up before the Supreme Court. But we'll go over some of uh, just briefly some of those. Yeah, the fun part was it's it's in bank is what it's called when it's before the whole um, panel of Ninth Circuit um, justices. And the Department of Justice had filed an amicus brief um, in favor of Led Zeppelin as well. That's kind of in the middle of this. And that was at the appellate level that that the Department of Justice made that filing. So it's it's kind of just interesting how this all turned out. There's a skeptical side of me that says the only reason the Ninth Circuit heard it in bank is because they all wanted to meet Led Zeppelin. And the only reason the DOJ <laughs> filed an amicus brief is because yes. they all wanted to meet Led Zeppelin. But here, here are a couple of things. First, um, they the court upheld the rule that, yeah, the recordings for anything registers a copyright prior to 1972 should not be played, okay? Because that we've got to decide on the old law versus the new law. But what is really telling is how the court changed what's called the inverse ratio rule. And what that rule prior to this decision said was essentially the more the infringing artist, which would be Led Zeppelin, allegedly, the more that artist had access to and dealings with the artist who claimed they had the copyright, the higher the likelihood that they got the idea from the original artist and that it was an infringement. Okay, so, you know, it's like, hey, you were at my studio all the time and I played it for you and you heard this and then you took it and that went forward and that's copyright. The more that relationship exists, the higher the likelihood that there's a copyright infringement. In this ruling, the Ninth Circuit said we are no longer going to apply that rule, and we are overturning the previous cases that have applied that rule. And so that is going to have a major effect. We have covered a lot of copyright cases here on Radio Law Talk. And if that rule is invalidated, and it's probably going to go up to the Supreme Court, but if that rule is invalidated, a lot of these prior cases, you know, that are all based on, well, you know, I had this thought and I told it to my agent and they told it to him. And because of that commingling, there's a likelihood that they heard it that way and infringed because it's got the same beats. Those arguments are going to be far less persuasive, and that's going to change the nature. It'll be interesting to see what effect that has on copyright claims going forward. But uh, let's what about M- Marvin? Ex- exactly. Marvin I mean, Gaze, the, I mean, yeah. copyright infringement has kind of seemed to have been their bread and butter lately. Uh, but we're going to see. We'll see. Uh, again, my skeptical side is I still think that a lot of the copyright cases are win-win for both the plaintiff and the defense because all it does is drive up sales for both sides. Have you sides. ever heard of Taurus and Spirit before nope. we did this? Neither have I. Man, I and, and, and that is that it's, it's going to build their song up. Denise, now we also have another interesting thing with Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp in the U.K. Now, uh, he the son is like the inquirer of Europe. And the son apparently did a... What he's claiming is a type of a hit piece on him that defamed him. And yes. a lawsuit's coming out, and this is starting to happen. What's going on? Well, this is a, the most important thing is that the trial is coming up. And apparently Johnny Depp's um, attorneys accidentally or inadvertently released 70,000 texts and emails that they did not plan to release. And by doing that, they opened the door. And all of the information now that's evidence in his divorce case with Amber Heard is now going to have to come in, and he's going to have to give it up. What this, to case, this case? In this case? In this case, um, the uh, the son published that Johnny Depp was a uh, a wife beater, 
Oh my gosh. Yes, and that's pretty much the Sun. That is like that's a magazine. That's a that's a newspaper. It's a tabloid style newspaper. Tabloid. Yes. All right, let's let's talk more about that when we come back from the break. Cal, take us out. All right, thank you. Uh, we do have a lot more coming up here on Radio Law Talk, including quick takes and more on the Johnny Depp scenario, and still more than that. So stay tuned. You won't want to miss a minute of what's remaining of Radio Law Talk. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. At TicketChocolate.com, we believe that simplicity is best. We also know that chocolate is one of life's finest things that can help you savor your greatest moments. Late night visits with old friends, overdue romantic moments, and quiet mornings all to yourself. See their wide variety, like hot chocolate sticks or creamy marshmallows, and a lot more at TicketChocolate.com. They remind busy people like you to take time for the pleasure small things can give. TicketChocolate.com, where simplicity is best. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds. When you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at pennyandassociates.com. See, that wasn't so bad. Dick, 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 Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast, 800-814-5108, 800-814-5108, 800-814-5108. That's 800 I knew I had a problem, but I didn't know what to do about it. I tried counting calories, I took pills, eating and eating, and then more eating. I really wanted to stop, but nothing could make me stop. At one point, it was so bad that 
I just felt like giving up. I felt so alone. Like nobody else could possibly understand. We understand. We're Overeaters Anonymous, and we have helped thousands of people just like you. People who want to stop their compulsive eating and start living a healthy, rewarding life. Overeaters Anonymous, help me get my life back. Now I eat in a way that's healthy and good for me. I never realized what I was missing out on. With OA, I am living again and loving it. Start living the life you deserve with help from Overeaters Anonymous. Find us on the web at OA.org. Wow, we're going to push it. We get to our last segment. Believe it or not, we're blowing through this three hours. We're going to try to get through Johnny Depp, and then we're going to talk about Aaron Hernandez really quick. Oh, so let's push it. Let's let's go. This is what we do. This is like speed dating. All right, so Johnny Depp's attorneys inadvertently let, um, let out 70,000 messages, and those messages contain some positive things uh, for Johnny Depp's team, you know, for the def- uh, for the prosecution. Not prosecution. This is a civil case. Let's start there. This is a defamation case that's a civil case, and it's brought under the Defamation Act of two, of 2013. There's no more criminal defamation cases. Those are now outdated in the United Kingdoms. Um, the statute of limitations for that is one year um, in the United Ca- uh, Kingdom. So Johnny Depp properly brought this uh, uh, suit against the son because they basically labeled him to be a wife beater and that was best uh, he then they claimed he actually beat his ex-wife amber heard and they named debt depp personally on this um, article um, now some of the things that were released in these messages were very positive for johnny they were tapes and and different things that were um, heard had actually admitted that she was the physical aggressor and that she was the one that had physically harmed uh, Johnny Depp. And some of it was in therapy sessions, too. So there were recordings and, and that type of stuff. But what was inadvertently disclosed were Depp's messages with friends, whereby he makes comments about um, Heard and like how he would like to drown her or set her on fire or different things so those things are very bad for uh, Johnny and his team really did not intend to to release those items so now the judge in the UK action has ordered the release of all of the evidence from the divorce action between Johnny and um, and Amber Heard and that's what's happening literally two weeks before trial starts Exactly. And so the question here is, in the United States, we have discovery rules because courts really have wanted to go away from what you see all the time in television and movies where you have the smoking gun evidence. And the first time anybody hears about it is when the defense attorney pops it out and says, ha ha, here you go. And and the discovery laws in the United States have evolved to really kind of do away with that because justice isn't served by that. Everybody needs to get the evidence in and, and, and know how to respond to it. But it appears that the UK may not have that same standard because it's clear from the back and forth between the attorneys for Depp and the attorneys for the son that they all, you know, 
Depp's attorney said, yeah, we were going to spring this on you. It looked like you didn't even know about it. Looks like you didn't even know about it because Amber didn't tell you about any of this, but we were going to bring it up. So that's a discovery difference. The only other thing I would say is the statements made by Amber Heard were the recorded statements that came from therapy. The statements attributed to Depp that you talked about were actually written statements that were he had emailed or sent those to yes. a friend. Text, so, I think. So, yeah, it's the difference between a, a text statement versus a recorded statement. And the thing about a recorded statement is you can get the inflection and the tone and how somebody says something versus a written statement, which – Depending on how you read it, you could put the emphasis on the wrong syllable, and it means something different. There you go. There you go. Exactly. Hey, hey just real quickly, um, how to win the defamation case. What This is what Depp has to show. He has to show that the statement in question must be a negative false statement of fact. The statement in question identifies or refers to the claimant, him. The statement in question was published. So that's what has to be shown by Depp. And I think he's going to be able to meet that standard. Um, and in UK, they don't have that exception or that idea that if you're a public figure, there has to be actual malice. So that it's more protective of uh, newspapers or, you know, that type of, of um, uh, defendant, if you will. So it's going to be easier to prove in United Kingdom, I than think, than States. it will be in the United States. All right, we're going to this speed dating. In Massachusetts, don't forget, there's a guy who played for the Patriots by the name of Aaron Hernandez, very well-known football player. The key is, and here's the most important issue, $15 million guaranteed payout, with the exception if you do something that is adverse or criminal, they can take that away. He gets tried for a murder and is found guilty and then appeals it. And in Massachusetts, during the appeal, if you die during that appeal, you are innocent still because it's like the case is not over. You were never proven guilty. And so that happened. What happened is $15 million. And by the way, he wrote a note and he committed suicide in prison. On purpose. On purpose. And he basically says, baby, this is for you because he had one little girl. And so he wanted that $15 million going to her. Well, the Massachusetts Supreme Court just said, Nah, we don't really like that law, right, Tom? That's right. And so by doing that, that reinstates the guilty verdict against Aaron Hernandez, which then theoretically would give the New England Patriots grounds to say, aha, he did violate the morals clause. We can now invalidate the $15 million payout. Whether or not they'll actually do that, my feeling is they will not for this reason. If you recall, the Patriots signed Antonio Brown earlier or last season, and they let him go on a violation of the morals clause basis. There was no conviction. There was no lawsuit that was filed where he is found. They based it on the reports of what people said that Brown had done. They invalidated the clause. Right. They didn't need the conviction to do that. I don't think that they would have needed the conviction in the Hernandez case to invalidate really? it if they okay. were going to impose it. Because at the end of the day, uh, the Hernandez daughter, who needs to be taken care of, had nothing to do with what her dad did. She was an infant, as was his fiance, completely innocent in all of this. I just don't see from a PR standpoint the Patriots going and sticking it to them. Yeah, I, think they'll, I think they'll eat the $15 million. Yeah, there were other defendants that actually benefited from this concept. John Salvi. Um, he was convicted of killing two abortion clinic workers. You remember that? Mm -hmm. And then the Roman Catholic priest, John um, Gagan, he was like one of the big, huge um, clergy sex abuse scandals. And they both died during the pendency of the appeals, and they both 
they were um, considered um, innocent, and they, the the decision in the Massachusetts Supreme Court case does not impact those cases. Oh, okay. At Only all. Hernandez. Only okay. Hernandez. Well, we got an Ohio single mom in 1991. This is bad. We hate to end on this, but but was was raped, beaten, and stabbed, and, and then. Um, you know, just they, they never figured out what happened. She was apparently at a bar with a friend, and the car had got a flat tire. They pulled off, and someone pulled off to help them or say, and she got in the car with this individual, drove off, and they found her dead. Well, guess what? This is third, almost 30 years later. They found the guy, and how they found him is through DNA, because they had DNA from the scene, from her, from whoever this was, DNA through a website, one of those DNA like uh, what do you ancestry call it? DNA, ancestry twenty three and me. Yeah, whatever right. the ancestry DNA. But here's the key. This is the kicker. Why I want to bring this up. It wasn't his DNA. He didn't put his DNA in there to be on right. like ancestry. It was a relative. So now they find the relatives and they connect it because what happens is they have the DNA, the uh, the DNA, the DA gives it to this ancestry you know company. They run it through and said, oh, yeah, here's someone that's distantly related, and they start following the following it after that. Uh, recently, the uh, the California killer that is in custody right now, I think, still waiting for trial. That's how they got him. If, you're, if, your, chil- if your children yeah. or your children's children, the genetic similarities are enough for them to trace it back to you, and that's going to open up an entirely new yeah. uh, wave of cold case cases being solved, in that's my crazy. opinion. That's crazy. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially if they have the DNA. At still in the cold cases, they can submit them yes. to uh, these ancestry companies. So my husband bought us D- uh, 23andMe for Christmas, Uh-oh. and I refused to do it because yeah. I'm afraid something yeah, like so that's Yeah, so you're going to have some weird person that's going to be – not that you've done anything mm. wrong, no, but no. some weird person. Yes. Well, here's the good news about all of all that. Right. It's been a wonderful show. You all have done a terrific job. And now it's time for us. For quick takes, Mr. Penny, go. In the spirit of Taurus, the song, ha, ha, ha. Nice. Uh, let's help support them. I'm going to do this. From now on, the last song of the dances, I'm going to ask them, will you please play Taurus instead of Stairway to Heaven while I dance? <laughs> Todd Hunnam, what is your quick take? Uh, this one goes out to Mr. Weinstein. Just remember, it's far better to remain silent and be thought a fool than to speak, thereby removing all doubt. Well said. <laughs> and Ms. Dirks, what is your quick take? Uh, this one's for Johnny Depp. Your attorneys inadvertently disclosed 70,000 messages. Can you say legal malpractice? You've been successful at that before. <laughs> oh, interesting. Well, thanks for joining us next week. Pacific time, 9 to noon, every Saturday. See you then. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated.
Ellen Root. Mr. Health. And I want all of my millions of fans to be healthy and live a long life so we can save America, American exceptionalism, and capitalism. So, are you in front of a mirror? Did you know that in 1973, a Harvard doctor discovered the greatest single risk factor indicator for heart disease is a crease in one or both earlobes? Strauss Heart Drops has sold more than one million bottles over the past 40 years, helping countless people with cholesterol, diabetes, angina, and blocked or restricted blood flow. The best proven indicator of clogged arteries is the earlobe crease. Nature's sign of trouble with plaque buildup. Do you have a crease in one or both earlobes? Heart attack and stroke are our number one killers. Women now suffer 51% of heart attacks. Strauss Heart Drops don't interfere with any prescription drugs. Strauss Naturals guarantees your satisfaction so you can't go wrong. It's the painless, natural, economical way to clear arteries, vessels, veins, and capillaries. And guess who has the crease in both ears? Yours truly. And guess who's now taking Strauss Heart Drops? Wayne Allen Root. Order Strauss Heart Drops at thepowermall.com. That's thepowermall.com. Thepowermall.com. 